What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another glorious episode of the No Great Areas podcast with myself, Luis. And myself, Denny. And uh, today, I think we're just gonna we're just gonna shoot the shit a little bit, have a little catch up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, first thing, but first thing, first thing. Thank you very much for hooking me up with that Oculus Quest. You're welcome. Um, You're welcome. Uh, at this point in time, they're extremely difficult to get hold of. Do you know the mad thing? Yeah, this is how mm. it's how dumb people are, bruv. Oculus Quest, four hundred pound, brand new for the sixty-four gig, right? Yeah. Five hundred pound for the hundred twenty-eight gig. Yeah. Second hand, 64 gig, people are trying to sell them for 500 pounds. Yeah. Right? Supply and demand, isn't it? Supply but here's demand. the thing, bro. There's no shortage of 128 gigs. You can get them. They're in stock. Yeah, yeah. Places. yeah, they are now. They are now. If you're going to spend, they, bro, I've, I've always, like, when I've been looking, I've always been able to find 128 gig one yeah. in stock somewhere. I'm like, who the hell is paying the same price for a used 64 yeah. in the second hand market? It's, it's dumb. It's real dumb. Um, and speaking of like weird uh, inflated markets, but have you seen the house market recently? Yes, I've been looking actively. I'm looking to buy a yard, mate. Bruv, now is not the time. This is what, so I was expecting a drop. What I'm wondering, what I was wondering if they're playing, because they know it's more of a buyer's market right now, if they're deliberately keeping the prices high, expecting people to knock down and say, yeah, I want this much off. It looks no. like a deliberate ploy. I don't know what it is, but it's definitely let, not what I thought. Let me tell you, let me tell you yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I, I pulled out, I was about to buy a house, right? Mm-hmm. With this whole, whole COVID madness. I said, you know what? It's not smart for two reasons. Number one, my business is highly unstable right now. So long-term prospects, I, I don't want to get myself into anything like that. And number two is that, you know, everyone says if the economy is struggling, loads of people are losing their jobs. That's going to affect people's ability to repay their mortgages which means more people are going to be losing their houses, which is going to affect the market, right? Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Repossessions, the higher the number of repossessions, the lower, lower the general price houses become. Cool. So the estate agent called me and said, are you certain that you don't, you, you don't want to buy this house? Are you certain you want to back out? And I said, listen, man, how about this? How about you knock 20 grand off the agreed asking price that, we'd, that we were proceeding with and, uh, and, and I'll, I'll carry on. Right? If you knock 20 Gs off, then fine. Because realistically, there's going to be a 20 grand drop in the value of that house over the next couple of years. And I don't want to be stuck in a position where I don't have equity and I can't move. Yeah. My mind was, ah, oh, I don't think they'll accept it. I don't think they'll accept it. I said, okay, fine, fine, fine. You, you go back to them and tell them they can tell it to me now or they can sell it to me in six months. Right? Because yeah. they, yeah. they know they know I'm going to buy it, right? Yeah. Right, they put it back on the market. They got the full asking price for it which was more than I'd even agreed to pay for it. Oh, shit. And, and it's already got people living in there, like, in less than a month. Wow. Yeah, it's mad. Because obviously solicitors mm. are like, shit, we've got nothing better to do. Like, yeah, yeah. the only thing that's really going on at the minute is, you know, a bit of a intestacy stuff, probate, people are trying yeah, to sort yeah. out, and, uh, and housing. So these guys have been smashing it out quick. And this house that I was about to buy, I walked past it when I go for a walk in the evening. There's people living in there, just catch. Wow. Yeah, wow. it's mad. Market's moving wow. quick, but yeah. um, but it's moving quick because interest rates are low. This is it. This is it. That's why I was thinking like, while interest rates are low, which they're not going to stay at, I was looking to try and get a few things sorted. But 
Oh, who knows? Who knows? As you said, uncertain times. I am looking. I am looking, but I haven't actually gone to do any visits. I've just been browsing on like Right Move and Zoopla. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it's mad. It's mad. The, the prices going off that. But back to the quest. Before I digress, <laughs> <laughs> um, mate. So I bought two games already. Yeah? yeah. Because I'm so naive, bro. I'm so naive. Obviously, back in the day when I was a teenager, I used to have Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo. I had every console that came out, right? I got this uh, Oculus Quest thing, and I was like, okay, cool. What game should I play first? What? You got to pay for games? <laughs> you got to buy them? What the f- Yeah. What, do you mean? what is this? I like completely forgot that there is a perfect Yeah, yeah. You know what? I know we were talking about that before, just sorry to buy in. I forgot to say there's actually a way you can, you know, like you can basically sideload games in. Um, I'm obviously talking about a bit, not of dodgy stuff, but you know, like you can jailbreak an iPhone and you yeah, can, yeah. Uh, you can do a similar thing with that. Um, and then it makes games a lot cheaper or free. I haven't done that to mine personally, but that is an mm. option. And there and are that- actually games that are available that are only available if you sideload them. Oh. Yeah. Okay, it's interesting. But I bought, um, yeah, I bought Beat Saber. Have to. Because that's standard, standard, to, right? Yeah. That should have just come with the game, yeah. right? Um, and then I also, I bought the rock, the Creed game. Oh, yeah. Any good? Yeah, I'll tell you why I bought it, bro. Yeah. I did the demo. Oh, yeah. Bro, I got a sweat on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right. In all honesty, having played it now, I'm like, you could really just play the demo over and over. Like the game ain't that much better. Like right. it's just different characters, different environments. Yeah. Like the, the you can go to different gyms and train and stuff, but it's it's a waste. Like you just want to go there and smash someone in the mouth. Yeah. And uh, and you get into it, right? So because you're getting into it, and you, like you'll think, oh yeah, I want to dodge, want to block, want to get down, punch back. Yeah. For I find myself like when uh, when I dropped Ivan Drago earlier, right? I was, I was like pointing with my glove. I was like, stay down, bitch. Stay on my... <laughs> and he got up and knocked me the fuck out. <laughs> it's odd sometimes when you're playing it for so long and then you take, take it off and you're like, oh shit, back to reality. Oops, there goes now. And it's like, it's, it's a bit of an odd one. I take, I take even like reaching for my phone. I'm like, yeah. this, is not, this is not 3D enough for my liking, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so yeah, weird. Yeah. And there's a there's a game called uh, Echo VR. Um, oh yeah, is that, you're like pulling yourself along and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, yeah. It, it made me a bit. It made me a bit um, ill. Yeah. yeah, it did the same thing to me, bro. <laughs> I was like, nah, yeah. I can't handle this. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, it but is, it's so it is. weird to like have that weird like your yeah. brain feels that you're you're um, in like zero gravity. Yeah, yeah. But you weird. don't. It's, it's confusing. Where you have to like pull yourself along and stuff. I got stuck in this room for ages, just getting flung around and not realizing, not like, you know, like you get, you kind of propel yourself, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then doing that and instead of trying to like grabbing something, I missed it and I tried to uh, like pull myself and it's over, I've overthrown myself past the thing and it was just giving me a headache. It was like I was travel sick. Yeah. Although I wasn't even really moving. (laughs) Yeah, the only other, uh, the other game that I want to get just for like, messing with people when mm. people come around to try it on is like walk the plank oh yeah i haven't played that one yet so it's it's literally just gonna be like you're walking in a straight line but it's more like seeing people's reaction yeah as they as they miss the plank or step off or wobble because they're gonna because obviously it it loads up a 3d environment where yeah. if you step wrong you're gonna fall yeah yeah 
yes, that's um, that's cool, that's cool. But yeah, man. Um, other than that, the the other thing I wanted to to go into before I forget was uh, this thing you shared on Facebook. I was just about. I've got that up. I've got that up. I was just about to, right. to bring that up. So do you want do you want to tell people what the article was? What it was about? So it was an article. Um, the headline was "My wife is black, my son is biracial, but white supremacy lives inside me." Mm. Now I, I read the title. Mm-hmm. I read the title, and I wasn't going to click it. I, right. I wasn't going to read the article because yeah. I was I was like, "You're virtue signaling, son of a bitch," right? And then I thought I read uh, I read a couple of the comments. I went, "Do you know what? Let let me read it." And then I read it, and I was like, "Yep, I was right." <laughs> and uh, I got I got a few reasons for for feeling like he's virtue signaling, but I, I got a feeling that you won't agree. Go on. But uh, but yeah, basically, like that. First of all, when someone says like, "My wife's white and my son's biracial," I'm, uh, my wife's black and my son's biracial. Mm. It's like it's like, look, I'm not racist because this and this. Yeah. Right. So he's he's saying, I'm not racist because my wife's white. And my son's biracial. However, white supremacy is still within me. I can't, uh, I can't disown myself of that. Yeah, like it's it's just inherent, and I have to accept that it's there, and then forcibly remove it from me. It's like it's weird. Even the article, the way he wrote it. Yeah, I take I, I take the first thing that I was like red flag that this is bullshit. The guy said that he sat his nine year old kid down. Mm and was telling him about how George Floyd was murdered yeah. with tears in his eyes, right? Telling him this story. And then he asked his son to go and draw how he felt. Right, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm struggling, bro. I'm struggling not to crease out. Bro, could you imagine asking your nine-year-old kid to go and draw how they felt? I would come I think... back with a picture of a car, bro. I'd be like, <laughs> I felt like, vroom, vroom, vroom. <laughs> I think some people, I think some people do that i think it's one of those you know you know those those kind of like we're 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 very working class like we really caught two licks right but i think <laughs> there is this i think there is this and it's been around for a while that sort of culture that parenting where go and draw your feelings or the worst you get is go and sit on the naughty step and it, he sounded like he was from that ilk of parenting maybe maybe you know i mean but and if that's the case then maybe and that kid would have probably been because kids are really manipulative manipulative like kids know what you want them to do yeah yeah yeah. and that's the that's the part of it like kids pick up on those kind of things and then give you what you want in order for yeah. you to, to to react and if he was so if he said that and then he said to the kid afterwards go and draw like the kid knows what the dad is expecting of him mm. so it's <sighs> I see what you're, I kind of see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, and, and the other thing was, do you really, how, how deep do you go with a nine-year-old? That's what I'm saying, bruv. Like, don't get me wrong, yeah? Mm. I don't think for, for, for uh, any, any kid who's, like any non-white kid, yeah? Mm. You're going to need to, at some point, whatever the parent des- decides, they want to prep their kid for the fact that there are racist people in the world, yeah? Yeah. You can do that as young as you want. That's yeah. fine. I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm not gonna say. Oh no, you shouldn't. You should. Let, to to some extent, like some like uh, idealist in me feels like you should just let a kid be a kid and let them ex- experience the world. However, mm. sometimes they're gonna go through 
like they're going to face racism and not know that it's racism and be perplexed at the situation be like why did i get treated like i don't know yeah. like and be like what have i done and like almost uh endow themselves with some guilt over that situation that's that what i was going to say that i've experienced that i right? think that happened so, to me a lot yeah so i'm like don't get me wrong prep your kids for that so that they don't put that burden on themselves however to do it through telling them about what happened to a guy is that's, that's completely unrelated to your family, to, to you, to your environment. Like it's, it's some hot topic in the news to go, look, mm. there's, there's this thing in the news. Do you know what? I could be wrong, yeah? But I'd be willing to bet my fucking pinky toe that this guy was not crying when he was telling his son about it. And that that was like added to spice up the story. It makes yeah. the article seem more yeah. interesting. Because, see that. Because, bro, unless, especially, especially, I'm sorry to say it, right? He's white, right? Yeah. He, ha he hasn't faced that kind of racism. He hasn't seen that kind of situation, those, those situations nearly as much. Maybe since, if he's married a black woman, maybe he's seen it since they started dating. Because yeah. I've dated, like, all the girls I've ever dated are, are not white, yeah. right? I've dated, like, one white girl. So I've, I've seen even, like, other white people looking at us making judgments of oh, fucking know oh, you should stick to your own all that kind of bollocks yeah it doesn't affect me as much as it affects that girl mm. because she's already been exposed to it like on a level and she's like oh i can't even have a boyfriend now can't even date a white guy yeah yeah so so i can't believe that it has impacted this guy enough that he's gonna sit his kid down and cry and tell him about what happened it just and well, I, I couldn't get over it I see what you're saying, and I, I think that's a valid point. Although, I guess if he's looking at his son and seeing that his son can come up with this and there's nothing he can do, I can understand the emotions. But I think, as you said, I don't think it helps to have that discussion with your son when you're that emotional about it. Do you see what yeah. I mean? Like, so I do kind of see what you're saying. And even if I, even if he, it did happen, like, I don't think that's the best time for him to have had that discussion with his son. Yeah. If he's so, uh, you know, emotional over it, because that's something that you need to kind of, you want to yeah. be, and furthermore, <laughs> he probably should let his black wife have the, have the conversation <laughs> since she's the one who has got better experience of it. <laughs> you know what she's do you know what I feel like? I feel like what they should have done is like set up a little role play and have the dad <laughs> be the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It. But um, but do you know, funnily enough, actually, um, I experienced that. I experienced that in just the other day. I took my I took my kids out to Windsor, right? Yeah. So I get out of the car, and uh, if anyone if anyone hasn't been listening before, so um, my 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 wife is Pakistani background. And uh, and I've I've always had like Indian friends. I've dated Indian girls. I've been to India. I've strong uh, ties to the to there. So I can I can speak like Punjabi, Hindi, Urdu a little bit. And I want my son to be able to learn it so that he's in touch with his culture. Same thing for my daughter. So I'm I'm only teaching my son Urdu. Like he doesn't really speak English. He's gonna learn it, of course. Like he'll turn by the time he turns four, probably he'll be able to speak both languages. But I think it's important that he learns Urdu first so that he doesn't lose it. Anyway, to the point. Get out of the car, and my son's going, Papa Deko, Baravala Jahaz Asamanle, which means like there's a big aeroplane in the sky. Like he's he's fascinated by aeroplanes. Yeah. And I'm like, Acha better. Right? And then I look over 
and there's this couple sitting on a bench, white couple, right? English, yeah. English as fuck, right? And I look over, and obviously, like in in this new COVID era, everyone's being super friendly, right? Yeah. So I just give them a little smile, because like, they're looking directly at me. Mm. I give them a little smile, and they turn and they start talking. And all I caught, all I caught, what they said was. You'd think they'd make an effort to learn. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh dear. So then I go, so I turn to myself and said, come on, mate, let's go down here. <laughs> the guy looked dead me in the eye and I looked at him and goes, that's right, you're a cunt. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I don't normally, I normally refrain from using that word at all costs, right? Yeah, yeah. But I was just like, nah, man, nah, come on. Like, and that's the thing, yeah. If if I feel like that's such an easy experiment. Any if you got if you got a white friend, yeah, yeah, they don't and they don't believe that race that people are still racist or prejudiced in this mm. current time. Just tell them to learn like four sentences of a foreign language, yeah, and keep repeating it again and again and again in public, <laughs> and watch how many white British people turn and go, "Fucking immigrants coming over here stealing all our jobs. Fuck off back to your own country, lad. Slim Europe, we're full." <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, I thought oh, it was jokes. I even even jokes. in the moment, I was like, I initially I thought, can you not tell that that is like a an Asian like even my accent? I've got a good yeah. accent, bro. Right? Yeah, my accent comes through. And even I think I said something to him before he was speaking, so the guy heard me speak anyway. Mm. But if if you hear someone speak Urdu, Punjabi, Hindi. You can generally, you'd be like, oh, that person's speaking an Indian language. This guy is so yeah. ignorant to it. He's just like, not English. Fuck off. Yeah. So, yeah, and it was, it was weird because in that moment, I was like, I was like, oh, this is a little hint of racism, you know? Yeah, yeah. Even though we're both white, you're being prejudiced. Yeah. They, they fall under the same umbrella, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was just like, this is weird, right? Like, I've, obviously, as a white man, yeah. I ain't never going to be exposed to that, really. And it's, it's never going to impact me. Um, but having mixed-race kids, I've got to understand that that's going to be something that they're going to face because yeah. my kids yeah. almost look white. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and it's, I was having this conversation with someone because our friend Nick, Nick the Greek, yeah. he looks kind of Arab. Mm -hmm. And he works on military sites. So what happens? He'll turn up to a military site and the security there will tell him to get out of the car very abruptly or get out of his van and they'll wow, search wow. everything in his van, right? Wow. And then and then they'll ask him for his ID and they'll ask him where he's from. And it's and he's like, I'm Greek Cypriot. And they go, Oh, you're from Cyprus, are you? <laughs> Mate, I love Cyprus. I go on holiday all the time. There's got a and, uh, big, big and British airbase there as well, isn't they? Yeah, right. So that's, so he's like and then they'll go Oh, don't worry about it, mate. Jump back in the van, and then they'll they'll, they'll literally not like, stop searching his van. Wow! And he's like, "Oh man!" Like you think he'd be like, "Oh, that's nice, it's all right," but he's like, "Fuck you guys," because yeah, it's, yeah. they're yeah. only doing it because they're like, "Oh, yeah. look, he's an Arab." Yeah, he's not white. It's it's, it's frustrating. Um, I was speaking to a mate of mine, and um, he was saying his name's Jago. And he was just saying, obviously, again, similarly, he said that some sort of small glimpse. Um, like I call him Jay for short. Most people call him Jay. But he says even when he books something, like just through the, the different ways people react to him, 
like if he's coming up and book, booking a thing, he just says Jay. His last name is Livingston. It's very English. Um, but he says, yeah, even that. And he was just like, yeah, I like, I just get a little glimpse of it. Obviously, it's different, but it's just this. I've, I was speaking to someone about this. Like, I think this country is very all the isms. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I think we can get along very well one to one. We can get along. It's it's kind of built into our culture. We're so we're so tr- like whether it's football, whether it's whatever, like we're so easy to 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 find a difference. Whether it's England and Wales, whether it's North and South, whether it's London and outside London, and I mean, when as I said, one to one, I think it's very easy for us. To, for, for I think one to one people can get along. They'll be like, nah, nah, this one's all right. He's 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 a sound Bro, geezer. <laughs> that's the that's the thing you know? I, was looking, I was about to say as well. Like, but we do. We yeah. How many times you meet someone, or even especially like my Asian friends, they're like, do you know how many times white people go, oh, you're one of the good ones, you are, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, and I'm like, in, in that moment, you should tell that person to go fuck himself, right? Yeah. But then they'll be like, oh no, I was wrong. You're not one of the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was around the friends last week, right? And imagine everything that's going on. And um just catching up and his dad popped around and his dad's it don't even matter actually, I was gonna say how old he is, but that's irrelevant. Um and we just general conversation. I'm just talking about um working from home and I said, Yeah, the lights in my front room have gone out, change the bowls but haven't been able to fix it. So I have to make sure the blinds are open. I get a nice, um, nice sunlight hits nicely. If not, the room's quite dark. And obviously I have to go on Zoom calls. And he immediately made a joke. Oh yeah, because they won't be able to see you because you're black and it's dark. (laughs) (laughs) And then he immediately realized, because then he's gone, oh, it will just be like, so my mate's wife's sitting there. It will just be like if she was standing against the wall because it's white and she's white and almost right. And I was just like, I didn't say anything. I just kind of giggled along. And then it, but it made me feel worse afterwards. Because I'm like, I'm a guest at this person. This person's going in half an hour. But in hindsight, I feel like I should have just walked out. But it's still, it yeah. puts you in that awkward situation where you almost end up laughing along with it. And it's just like, <sighs> yeah, I, it's so frustrating. I'm like, even, like, even now, like, you know. Okay, so the question is this here. Hindsight, mm. 2020. Yeah. Do you feel like walking out would have been enough? Or do you feel like saying? I like, think if I be like, listen, bro, that ain't funny. You know that, that yeah. Yeah, I think if I had made it clear that that's why I was walking out, even without saying anything, I think my mate and his partner would have addressed it and said something to that person. But the problem mm. is, it puts you in a very awkward situation where you kind of have to make a decision right there and then, and you already feel awkward. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's like particularly. If it's someone young, if it's someone who's your age, your kind of peer, it's very easy. But when it's someone who's a bit old, you know, you almost like naturally someone's a bit older. So you already have, you're a bit more respectful of them and it's your mate's dad. And you're like, yeah. you're like, oh, hi, sir. Like Mr. Such and such and da 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 And then that, you're yeah. just like, you're really, it's just, it's just frustrating. It's even like, wow, like even in the midst of everything, do you, some people are still... Do you- do you feel like there's like a certain age that if someone's beyond this age, mm. whatever it may be, that they're just going to be a certain way? Like, no, I don't agree with the age thing or it was a different time. I think, I think, I think people like dickheads are dickheads. Like yeah. even with this, even with Churchill and oh, it was a different time. It's like, 
Churchill, there was loads of people standing up against Churchill and saying this guy's wrong when he was saying certain things and certain beliefs he had. Will, William Wilberforce or whoever, the guy who helped uh, abolish slavery in the first place, was like 50, 60, 70 years before Churchill. So if he could be thinking like that, how can you then excuse and a load and parliament at that point agreed to abolish? How could you agree that someone can have the same attitude 70 months later and say, oh, it was just the time? Like people are dickheads. Yeah, yeah. You know, throughout, throughout history, there's always nice okay, people. Let me, and there's let dickheads. me rephrase then. Yeah. Let me rephrase. Yeah. Do you think that at a certain generation, mm. we, stopped making le- we stopped making so many dickheads? I'll tell, tell you what I mean by that, right? Yeah. You've, yeah. Just, you've just pointed out, like, your mate's dad. I'm going to yeah. assume your mate's dad is a similar age to my mum. He, he, this guy's, like, in his 70s. Okay, okay. So he's a little bit older than my parents. Yeah. But even my parents, they're, like, they're the kind of white people who... Uh, my mum used to say, I'm just going down to the packy shop. Mm. Um, my dad my dad told me straight when I was a teenager, like, don't you... He's like, oh, I can't remember the exact words that he started with, but the gist of it was, don't you ever bring a black girl back to this house. Mm. And he went on some next level. He's talking some ill shit. And I was just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And... In the moment, I was like, I tried to explain to my dad, I was like, dad, that's not how the world works here. Like, mm. you got some twisted perspective. He wasn't having it. And some point in the conversation, I was just like, I was just like, he's of that generation where being this kind of dickhead was acceptable. And he's been this kind of dickhead for so long. And I'm like, don't get me wrong, bruv. It's not right that it was accepted. See, I think, I think the difference is, I think the difference is, because I think there's still a lot of people like that now, right? Yeah, I think there's less, but there are still a lot. Yeah, and I think one of the one of the things is, I think Brexit has reawakened, like emboldened certain well, Those dickheads attitudes. feel like they've got the right to be dickheads now. Yeah, <laughs> but I think a lot of it was sort of suppressed. I think there's never been... You, people have been told, you can't call someone coloured, but they've never been educated as to why. So they've just said, oh shit, I'm going to get in trouble. But they, they, they never learn. You can't say half cast, but but I know mixed race people who still use that term, and it's yeah. like they've never learned why they've just been told not to do it. Yeah, so, I mean, and I think that's the thing. So now people are like, oh well, why? And I just think there's never been a proper education, um, and I think that's the same same back then. And there wasn't as many people who cared. I think a lot of people, when it's explained to them, when they have the the chance to have things explained to them properly they kind of get it and then it's like losing habit you know but i think that's the mm. thing like a lot of and i to tell the truth i think a lot of a lot of uh i think it, i think a lot of maybe i shouldn't even say this but i think a lot of people of color aren't educated enough to be able to educate i think a lot of them get angry and that's the anger you're not allowed to say that that's racist why is it yeah. racist and there's not a proper a proper there's not something, anything of substance you can have a proper discussion so someone can understand, you know? Mm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, as I said, I, th- look, my, my basic outlook on it is you can't be Christian and be a dickhead. It, treat, treat, treat thy neighbour like you have the Good Samaritan story, you have treat thy neighbour, you have all these things, the, the, the common saying, treat each other how you, treat people how you would want to be treated. Like, they're basic principles. Um, so I'm I'm not really one for 
at any point in time that it's been acceptable to be a dickhead basically like it's you know you know when you're going and pillaging someone's someone's um someone's village like no one ever thought that was good you know mm-hmm. they've done it no one ever thought that was good no one ever thought do, do, do you know what i mean yeah. i get there was like we, we as humans we react on consequence quite a lot so yeah. if there's a bigger consequence if i if there's a bad consequence if i do that i'm not going to do it you know and i think that's one of the things like i'm going to be ostracized if i say something that's racially offensive or racist um so i'm not doing it but i, I was yeah. never taught as to why if I, I can go and pillage that village and take that person's um artwork and their wealth because i can get away with it you know um yeah. now i and this in certain circumstances i can't so i'm not going to do it spoils okay. of war whatever they call it yeah yeah that's fair there was two there was two other things i wanted on that on the topic of obviously the, the current current movement mm-hmm. number one is i i've seen a lot of clips right of my cousins mm-hmm. right out in america just a group of my cousins bruv <laughs> it's a group of my cousins <laughs> fucking harassing police blockading cars stopping police cars yeah. right i'm like they're all like black lives matter black lives matter i'm like it's funny you all screaming about uh, black lives matter but not a one black guy in your group right yeah and i'm thinking like and you're doing a disservice to the movement because you're acting like dicks i'm like don't get me wrong right if if people if if african americans black americans mm. have them right if, they, if they're pissed and you know they're gonna let off some steam and they're gonna express themselves physically that's one thing right yeah you gotta whether or not you agree or disagree with them doing it you can understand it yeah on some level right i can't understand these white middle class people okay like causing all this shit yeah while they're on yeah. their jays i'm like if and and here's my theory on it as well yeah mm. bear with me rough <laughs> i think the reason why you see all these white people in groups like all white people is because they're they're, they're harboring those stereotypes of like it's dangerous if we're around the black people they might fuck us <laughs> up <laughs> so so we're just going much on our own i've seen a lot of this this is this is what i think i think i think what's happening is there's almost there's there's several there's three main groups of people protesting okay um the majority are people who believe in uh black well i shouldn't say the majority but the the main people that you i guess you would expect are black people who are angry who believe in um who who are against police brutality and want change then among that you've got and that's what i would call black lives matter like the movement right then on one side you've got black lives matter the organization this is this is what i feel who are more political and they're trying to push that certain agendas and trying to work in other things on the wave of this and can fund they've got uh, uh, access to funding and certain other things I, uh, and then I've, the I've, white I've people sorry just to your, add to that yeah go on just to add to that i've read recently that the um black lives matter movement has donated like hundreds of million dollars to the Democratic organization Party. yeah sorry, yeah 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 they've 
they've donated hundreds of millions of dollars to the uh, Democratic Party. Okay, I don't know. I don't know in terms of numbers, but I wouldn't be surprised. Now, the other Sorry, like the, the the people who I guess the the the, the white people there, I just consider them like they're the, the the allies who are believing in the cause. Who and do you know what I think as well? I think people want to be part of part of change. I think I do think this younger generation is. I think they just get it more. I think they aren't aware of the police. I think they've got less stake in society. And I remember when these protests first started and I saw so many white people involved. I saw so many white people. And this was before things really kicked off. This was like day one. And I said, to, I don't even know if it was yours. So I said, this is going to be different. Like, mm. this, is, this is white privilege attacking the police. This is, yeah. do you see what I mean? Like, it's not something they've had to deal with in this circumstance. They don't, if, like, that, that kid's dad is the attorney general or that kid's dad is the chief of police and it's like, they don't know who they're, it was, it, it's a different, like, you don't know who you're dealing with. Mm. You know? And, I, and that, yeah, go on. Sorry, the, the thing that I was noticing, though, was not those kids, not that, that those groups, because those people, that were like, that was just a mixed group of people, like, a lot of the clips of that kind of age group of people it's yeah. just a big mix of people yeah 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 whereas like i'll give you an example that a video i saw today i don't know if you've seen it there's um these people blocking uh police patrol cars it looked yeah. like on an overpass or a bridge yeah and they were yeah. using the police horses to like push them along they kept right. on like just just walking their horses into protesters yeah. and trying to push people right now at these at the other protests mm. where it's been younger people and yeah. it's been like more of a mixed crowd the police have been a, a lot quicker to resort with violence right yeah yeah now this group of people they all looked i'd say early 30s minimum okay okay right? yeah and they're predominantly white a few asians yeah I, in this clip i didn't see one black person i wonder if it's the area Maybe. Remember, black people, right. there's not that many. But get this right. The police were like trying to usher them along with the horse. Mm. Wasn't having it. One of the cops reached down, grabbed this guy by his backpack and got the horse to just keep walking and like drag the guy away. At which point, another woman tried to get involved and a horse like fell on top of her. Wow. Just, luckily it was just like the front hoof, one hoof. Yeah. And it wasn't, it was just for a split second. The woman was all right. At which point the crowd erupts. Right, ever oh, fuck you, yeah, fuck yeah, you, yeah. get back, and they start attacking the police, right? Yeah, and I'm like, you people are using the fact mm. that you have white privilege, yeah, right, to go and cause trouble. Which is to some extent, if you're gonna say you're gonna do it, you're doing it for a good cause, yeah, and that's fine. Mm. But they were just blocking police cars on overpass, bro. There was people, no one else there. People like, do. People like to feel a part of something. I'm I think like, the thing is the courthouse, bro. No, no, I get that. I think the thing is, relevant. though. I think the thing is, I think this is the thing. I like, I, and this is the same with this is the same when because there's been loads of things. Even when the crowds are mixed and there's young white kids smashing things up and this and that's their rage. That's the rage you have. That's how. That's your outlet. When you haven't re you haven't been affected as much, so you're not actually as angry. But that's your outlet. When you have no fear of the police, yeah. When you're when you've been brought up with 
with such little repercussions for your actions and behavior that when you get mad, it's going to be like, that's, that's, it's, you know what I mean? Those levels are okay. Like there's the, the, there's, there's no fear. When you see the people looting and, 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 and doing stuff, right? The black people, even when they're looting, they're in and out like little scavengers, mate, in looking around, running away with their pair of traders or whatever. There's people, there's white people seeing, taking time to smash windows, moving to the next window, smashing it, moving to the next window, standing on top of a car, kicking the car's window out and taking time. Like, we're not used to that yeah. shit. We're like, we do that shit with God. You can see the difference. Personally, yeah. personally, my personal opinion on all of it is I don't have an issue. I don't have an issue with any of it. Every single, I'm not, I'm in, on almost every occasion, I'm anti-violence, but the way this world runs, the way the Western demo, uh, countries generally run is nothing really changes until shit kicks off. And right now shit's kicking off and things are changing. Yeah. Now, even, yeah. even, even the steps that have happened, the guys, nothing yeah. happened. A little bit shit kicked off, they got arrested. Uh, sorry, they got mm -hmm. fired. Weren't happy, more shit kicked off, then this happened. Like, it's all come in stages. Um, yeah. As I said, I think I said before, they, this guy needs to be found guilty, otherwise America's going to burn. So, the guy with George Lloyd, yeah. Floyd, sorry, he'll be found guilty. Yeah. The guy with, Rash uh, what was the guy's name? Rashad? Yeah. Ray, yeah. Rashad. He yeah. won't be found guilty. Okay. I, I, apparently, in that, in that Rashad, is it Rashad Jones? I think I'll double check. With yeah. that guy, apparently the, the other police is, is against, he's turning witness against the, the, cop. the main cop. Like, the two, of the two cops. Yeah. The, one the thing who, is, yeah. the thing is, right, in a situation where you've got video footage, mm. witnesses don't mean shit. Because yeah. we know that eyewitness testimony is like the most unreliable source of testimony. But no, there's no, there's no, there's no video footage. No, no, the guy, the, the guy in the Wendy's. Yeah, there's only video footage up to a certain point, and then you right. just hear everything. There's, I've seen, a, I've seen like twenty minutes worth of footage of the interaction, bro. Yeah, I've seen the lead up to it, and then it, it gets all scuffled, don't it? They have the scuffle, the thing, and then, and yeah, then they're running but, off. But oh, but that's the thing. There's another angle from the police oh, okay. patrol car. Oh, okay. So when it all kicked off, yeah, the patrol car was facing them. Yeah, and that caught the scuffle. Oh, okay. The reason why I'm saying like he won't he won't go to prison for it is because under under law in that state, a taser is classed as a lethal weapon. Okay. Right. So under law in mm. most states in America, once you engage in physical aggression towards a police officer, yeah. you're you're th potentially threatening the officer's life, so they're allowed to use force. Okay. Now, obviously, you can go, did he use reasonable force? And you can get into an argument with it. However, in America, you need to prove beyond reasonable doubt. Yeah. And you're in a country where there's only 10% of the population, I think 10 or 13% is black. Yeah. So most likely you're going to get a white jury. Yeah. And they're going to go, well, the guy had a taser. He fired it. And the guy who shot him fired within a second. Because maybe in that second, he's going, I don't know if this thing's taser's going to hit me. And if it does hit me, the guy's going to possibly come back and fuck me up. So I'm a shoot. And yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I think there's a bigger problem. I think personally, I, don't, I think all of this, the bigger problem this needs to be solved is 
how police react to things. Like, if someone's that far away from you, if they're, however, like, you should be able to shoot someone in the right. leg. Hold up. And I'm, I'm going to go on this one as well, right? I've got so much knowledge on this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been watching so many YouTube clips. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was, gi- I was giving someone an example, actually. Another, another video clip that I saw, another police officer, mm-hmm. white man with a huge knife. Mm-hmm. Right? And he's walking towards her and she's walking backwards, circling around this white guy's car. She's got her gun drawn. Yeah. He's walking towards her. She's walking backwards. At one point, he decides he's not going to keep following her and he goes to get in his car. Oh, at which point, she's still following him. As soon as he starts walking back, she tries to maintain the same distance, tells him, get on the ground. At which point, he's like, you fucking bitch. You think I'm going to get on the ground? I'm going to cut your fucking head off. Right? This is all being filmed by a teenage girl in, in her car with her mum right, from like 20 feet away. The cop abandons circling backwards around the guy's car and walk, takes a different route. She's walking backwards through the car park. Then at a certain point, the guy gets within six feet of this female police officer and she shoots him in the chest. Right? Right. Now, the person that I was speaking to was like, that is fucking bullshit. She shot him in the chest. He only had a knife. She had a gun. She's still six feet away. She should have like shot into the air, shot him in the leg, whatever, right? And I said, listen, you are 100% justified to think that way, feel that way, say what you've mm. just said. There's only one problem. Person's like, what? I said, you have fuck all experience being in a life or death situation. And even if you've been in a fight, a normal fight, you know that when adrenaline kicks in, it fucks with your head. People don't think clearly when yeah. you've got adrenaline. You can't expect someone... Trained. Hold up, hold up. No, Denny. No, Denny. Yeah. No, Denny. Let me, let me tell you this, right? I'll give you an example. People, people tame lions. Yeah? Right. The lions are trained. The, the lion trainer, he's filled with the confidence. He knows all day he's got these lions under control. Mm. But he's also seen footage of some of his colleagues getting their fucking arm torn off right. by lions that are also trained. Yeah. So he knows that despite all his training, there's still a chance that it'll go wrong. Now, let me, let me break it down for you, then. Nah, okay, Hold go on. on. Go on. The guy, he's like 6'2", six, 6'3", six, well-built, mm. strong, like stocky, thick-set guy. Let's say she goes to shoot him in the leg. Yeah. And she's successful. She shoots him in the thigh. Assuming she hits muscle and muscle only, he will still get to her before she can let off the second shot and she'll have a knife sticking well, out of automatic gun? Bro, there's no automatic handguns used by the Sorry, police. Sorry, semi, semi, semi-automatic. Yeah. Semi-automatic pull gun. release, pull release. Yeah. Right? Bruv, I promise you, six okay. foot. Let six me explain. Let me, this is my theory on that, right? This is my theory. So, so me in general. Pause. In, one second. Yeah, go on. Even if the guy just fell forward... Yeah. He's six foot tall, right? He's six foot two, six foot three tall. Right. Even just him falling and outstretching his arm yeah. as he falls, he could have he could have just reached out and he'd have still put the knife in her stomach without him taking a step. Have now, you have you seen that? I'm not done. Adrenaline is a motherfucker on both parts. If he's determined he's gonna kill this woman, she's got a gun pointed at his chest, he don't care. He's like, 
what, bitch? I'm going to still cut your head off. He's telling her, I'm going to cut your fucking head off. I'm coming for you. He's got a knife in his hand. Do you think bad she doesn't training. intend... It's bad training. Do you on. think he doesn't intend on using it? I'm not saying he don't. Cool. So being that there's a guy walking towards you, intends on using a knife, he's going to yeah. put it in your chest, you're going to say, right, I don't want to kill this man, even though he wants to kill me. Mm. I'm going to try and shoot him in the leg. Yeah. Hope that I hit the bone. Yeah. Hope that I hit the bone and manage to dodge out the way quick enough. All right. Mm. And hope that adrenaline isn't carrying him through because, bro, people being shot in the leg before. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I've got to hope all those things work. No, you don't. Because, because I want to take my 40 grand a year. No, you don't. I'll tell you what will happen. Give it to me, then. So, have you seen, have you seen Harlem Nights? Uh, Eddie Murphy film. Oh, uh, old school. Yeah, old school. There's this, there's this scene, and this lady's coming at him. This lady's hench. She's beating him up. Bam, bam. Uppercutting him, beating him up. And um, he tells her to stop. And he says, if you don't stop, you take one step closer, I'm going to shoot off your pinky. Your pinky toe. She's like, oh, you motherfucker. She goes to take a slight step. Bam. And now she's complaining he shot off her pinky. Right. right? Now, when, for me, unless you just have clear guidelines, right? So before she got herself in that situation, if you got a mad flipping guy with a flipping knife at you, it should be, it can be easily trained, right? In that situation, you're validated to shoot a mofo, yeah? You don't have to kill him. So from early on, and this is the same, so if I'm in a one-on-one situation and someone's rearing, rearing up at me, if they get within, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give them a warning. If they would get within a certain distance, immediately I'm going to strike, okay? If you get within a certain distance of me in a certain situation and I feel, thing, I'm, I've already got that trained into me, yeah? So from the time she said stop and he's still walking, he's got a knife. Whenever she's had the opportunity, she should have shot him in the leg. If you don't stop now, you're getting shot in the leg. Bam, done. You're disabled. And I'm how far away from you? She shouldn't need to get six feet in, in to right. someone who's got a big, big ass knife on her. Problem, Denny. And now the guy's dead. Problem, Denny. What? When you're walking, mm-hmm. what part of your body is moving the most? Your, your leg. legs. Right. Right. If you're six foot away, mm. you could still hit. You could you could hit someone's leg. It's not too hard, right? Right. Not too hard. If you're twelve feet away, it's kind of hard. Not really. Then I've seen you shoot. Right. You ain't hitting shit. I'm not from trained. Feet I ain't right. trained. Right. I'm not hard trained. Up. Yeah. Right. Now here's, here's the thing. Yeah. There is training is an issue, right? Yeah. And you because... don't have to shoot once. Okay. I'm coming with my point. Okay. Right. Okay. Number one is having someone walk towards you with a knife, yeah. doesn't matter how well-trained you are, you're still going to be nervous. Right. right. There's no training that's going to get rid of human instincts. It's okay. just, it's, it's not going to happen. So being that you're there nervous... There is if you're proactive. Nah, bruv. There nah. is. If you're proactive, okay. you're not, okay, you're, you're doing it before you're in fear. Okay. Let me tell you something, Benny. The kind of people mm. that are not going to be nervous in that situation are the kind of people you do not want to be cops. Because they're the kind of people that stand around a patrol car with two of their other white friends going, I fucking hope they kick off. I want to kill them all. I'm going to wipe them all out. As those three cops just got, uh, yeah. um, got yeah. fired for, right? Yeah. Those kind of guys, those kind of people are bullies. Those kind of people are waiting for shit to kick off so that, it, so that they can do something. What about... You ex- need, you need, hold up. You yeah, need compassion. On. You need empathy. 
Yeah. That is what's missing but, from this. But they've killed project. someone. So what oh, compassionate okay. empathy is there? I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what it is then. Okay, go on, go on, go on, go on. Because it's in that person's nature. Mm. She gave him so much time, bro. She gave him so many warnings. She's pointing a gun at him. Yeah. Now, Denny, if you hold your hand up and say to me, bro, if you take one more fucking step, I'm going to punch you in the mouth. Yeah. Right? And I take another step and you punch me in the mouth. Yeah. That can't be your fault. Okay. Can that, how can I it be your fault? I see what you're saying, but the you difference is... You literally told me, bro. You told me. But the, but the don't step, I'm going right. to you. Done. But the difference is, from being punched in the mouth, you yeah. can... That's, you're not dead. True. Like... True. I but, think, I think, I think in that like, situation, yeah, he's trying, he's telling her outright clear, he's walking towards her with a lethal weapon. Bro, if she, the, the if knife she, that he was carrying was bigger than her fucking arm. Right, this is what I'm saying. Blade. If he, if he's got, if, if she's, when he's got that close, there's little option for her to do. Even at that distance, if you're only six foot, I've got to put my arms, I've got to point them down more, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're that close to shoot your legs which is wasting half a second, which means you can get a, that, that knife can free. And that's what I said. For me, that sounds like it just went on too long. Like, the thing is, this is the thing, and this is, my, this is one of the things with America. Like, I don't feel people can make excuses like, for anything that happens there because the only other country, any, every other, let's, I don't like the term, but every other first world country don't have the same issues. The culture of America, the training of the police force, like, we have stuff going in this country nowhere near as pe many people get shot norway have apparently i saw something saying the police haven't shot someone in 10 days canada have almost the exact same gun laws as america does the same like yet they've got one of the lowest gun crime rates sweden or switzerland one of them i can't remember have got a higher count of guns per head than americans and that's, this that's shit don't happen All right, very different. it's very different it's very di it's the culture no, no, no. In Switzerland, there's national service. It's a, it's a legal requirement that you own a gun and everyone that owns a gun is trained to, uh, to own and hold a firearm. And that's how police should be. That's that. No, so police in yeah, America should also be trained like that. All right. But what I'm saying is you can't use the population per capita argument with guns because it's literally a legal requirement that they have. Okay. Gun. Whether it's even it's it's legal, what I'm saying. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's the culture in America yeah. as to why... You know, you've got this massive prison culture, you've got this massive gun culture. It's different. It's an American problem. It's yeah. not... Bringing national service then, isn't it? Well, I don't know what they need to do, but they need problem to... problem is, man, they need bring to, national um... service to America and they're just going to go and invade every other motherfucker. Yeah, like, We've yeah. got a huge army now. Yeah. But there's loads of, like, America, those problems are unique to America. They're not unique to countries that have guns. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's yeah. the same. That's, they're unique to the, the American uh, police force. They're not unique to countries that have police forces. You know, every yeah. country has to deal with criminals, but somehow they don't end up killing X amount of innocent people or beating up X amount of innocent people. Did you see that one recently of that, that policeman that just walked up behind that black dude, put, put his arms around him, and then body slammed him to the ground, broke his wrist? What the heck? Yeah. What? The, what, what? There's, there's, a there was a clip, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger shared it on his Instagram today. It wasn't even a clip, it was a picture, like mm. a, um, a text picture, right? And it was this kid's last words. Um, I can't remember the, the young lad's name. He was killed in August last year by the police. Um, he was walking with a ski mask on. He had, um, he was anemic. Mm. 
that he looked like he wore a ski mask to keep his face warm. Yeah. He's in a cold city, whatever. So police uh, pinned him up against the wall. One of the cops said he went for their gun. The teenage boy. They beat the fuck out of him. Um, and he was like apologising to them while he was on the floor, handcuffed, knee on the back. And uh, he was like, he was saying some weird stuff. He's like, you know, oh please, that hurts. You know, you're you're really hurting me too. Like, there's there's only it's only one of me and like so many of you. And he's like, teamwork makes teamwork makes the dream work, right? Ha <laughs> ha. Right, but he's like clearly like panicking, confused. Yeah, he yeah, sounds yeah. like yeah. he sounds like he's not he's not there, right? Yeah. I would I would hasten to say probably before the body camera came on, he probably took a few hits to the head and he, he wasn't quite there, right? So this kid, he's on the floor, two cops on his back. He's coughing, he's struggling to breathe. And then he, start, he started throwing up. Mm. Another cop walks over and says, if you don't stop acting up, I'm gonna get my dog. And he's gonna dog bite you. I don't get why he said dog bite you. There's only one type of <laughs> yeah. bite a dog does. <laughs> but I was just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? He's a teenage kid with two adults holding him down and he's cuffed and he's vomiting yeah. There's clearly something it's, you don't choose to vomit. You're not acting up by vomiting. It's not yeah. like, oh fuck you, bro. I'm gonna vomit any, everywhere. Check wow. this out. And the cops yeah, walked up and said, "Yeah, man, I'm, I'm gonna get my dog on you because you're being sick." Some of the videos are crazy. Like, don't get me wrong. There can be a video every day, and it's still only a fraction of the police force. But if that's the only representation of the police force you can give, because there's also video, you can also be recording. Like, if you've got police cams, like. There's just not enough. And I'm seeing the odd good instant. Like um, I saw one when the police got called because some kids were playing basketball and they actually for somehow managed to get Shaquille O'Neal to come and play. And there's a few good examples, but it's like, there's clearly like, it's just, there's too many videos yeah. of, there's too many examples of bad policing to let it continue. Chris, Chris Rock said it best in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, for anyone that hasn't heard it, said there's just some jobs where you can't have bad apples. Imagine American Airlines saying, most of our pilots like to land their planes, but we have a few bad apples that like to crash them in the mountain. Bear with us. <laughs> you know, it's nuts, mate. Uh, like, as I said, you know, like anyone who listens to us knows how much I love America as a country. Um, and in general, I love the people. Um, but like they've got to fix up like and not to tell the truth i think i don't speak to no one who don't who don't who don't agree like i feel like there's a change coming even trump's doing stuff about it um like the everyone's everyone's singing from the same hymn book right now so i just feel like that momentum has got to carry on the same thing happened yeah. with civil rights the same thing all the big movements it got to a crescendo where everyone was like the, the, where the people kind of rose up um it got to a point and everyone had to sing from the same hymn book. And I think the American people, a lot of black American people will, will, will die for this. Mm. I think they will die for this because it's, it's when you become that hopeless, when you believe when your life is worth so little, you will sacrifice it in the hope that you can allow your children to have a better life. So yeah. that they, they have to put these guys away. I'm not going to lie, like, you, you must have heard about a couple of them that, like, it was like one, I think, was it was third, third, third shift, and another one, it was his first yeah. of the four cops. Um, that's a mad situation. 
that's a mad situation they found themselves in. But one of them are using it as part of the fact they've said that he was, he was, um, they said like, should we be getting off? Like we've got to get off. It's crazy. It's, it's nuts, mm. but you know. Well, did, there was a, there was that guy, um, oh, fuck it out. I just the one who went shopping. Oh, oh yeah, I saw that. But to be honest, I'm a little bit conflicted with that because I get, it's too Obviously, emotional. Like, huh? It's too emotional. Yeah, it's too emotional. But like, you, you have a shot. prison system. You have a prison system, right? Yeah. You have a, a, a sorry, just a judicial system. Yeah. It works a certain way. Yeah. He got bail. He's yeah. out. Yeah. He's going to face whatever he's going to face. Yeah. You know, so many people get out on bail. Yeah. I get it. Like, it's an emotional time. But yeah, the guy has to buy stuff. Yeah, it was, but, it was, it was, it was emotional. It was a, it was a, uh, it was, it was clickbait. It was like, it was headlines. It was newsworthy because of things are, but really it ain't. Like yeah. we know he got bail. He's supposed to get bail because that's the system, and that's not also a part of the system. Anyone's calling for change, um, mm. and he needs to eat. Like, yeah. you know, we knew he had I bail. Think, he was going to be out somewhere. Yeah, I think the the bail thing should change. But yeah, there was something Chappelle was talking about um, the situation where there's a black guy on a shift with a white officer and she was beating the shit out of a suspect yeah, yeah and he right. reported her yeah and then he got fired the the, the, the girl got fired who no jumped. the no the guy the black cop who reported the white oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 i thought it was fired. a black female officer and a, and a white guy no, no? Don't oh. think it was. okay yeah know, but yeah the, the person who reported the bad action got, got fired yeah, yeah. now they, this they is don't like snitching. this is it and this is the thing if one of those new cops had got that guy off of him, had got Chauvin, and, and, and George Floyd hadn't died, it would be no story. That guy would have lost his job. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. And that's what I mean. The system, in a, the, the policing system has got so bad that someone can do that and just feel, meh, I can get away with this. With all these people watching, it don't matter. Just no shame. Mm -hmm. Like, they've just, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's mad. It's mad. But on to, let, let's move on to lighter shit, bruv. Let's move on to some lighter shit. <laughs> um, it, it, the thing is, bruv, is we, you know, obviously we, we talk about uh, political reform, mm. issues with uh, racial discrimination and stuff quite a lot. And don't get me wrong, like, we could easily talk about it forever in the end of time. But, yeah, it's uh, it's difficult to know, like, where you can impact change as well. And one thing, actually, I was going to ask, actually, before we move on, right? Yeah. I'll say something, one more thing before we move on. Go on. Sure, sure, sure. So I'm going to ask this, then you say yes. Mm. So as a, as a white man of privilege, mm. I was asked by someone, uh, I, was, I was asked by an Asian guy. He's like, if you saw someone in a situation where they were being like racially discriminated against, Let's say you have a black friend, you're in a group of people, and one of your white friends says something racist, mm. right? Would you, and, and it was towards your black friend, would you stick up for your black friend? And I was like, this is not, a, like, the way he asked it, I was like, it's not a black and white situation in terms of how I can respond, because it, it depends on who, that, who my friend is. Yeah. Because if, if my friend is a kind of guy who's, outspoken enough and confident enough to address that mm. he don't need me piggybacking him yeah 
right? I might just at the end go, bro, you you fucking put your foot right in your mouth there, didn't you, son? Right? And then walk off. If 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 my, my black friend chose to walk off, I have to walk off with him, right? Because he has right on his side. Yeah. Now, if 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 my friend did not have the confidence mm. or didn't feel that it was appropriate in that situation to address it, before I decide whether or not I'm gonna try and tear my white friend a new ass, I should speak to my friend and find out, are you offended by this? Do you mm. not feel that this is right? Do you like, are you cool if I, if I say something about it? Cause I'm not comfortable with it. If, if I'm going to blow this situation up and turn it into something bigger, which I have no problem doing, mm. I need to make sure that you don't have a problem with me doing that. Yeah. First. Yeah. 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 And that was, that was my response to it, but I might be wrong, bro. I might have, I might think I might have it wrong and I just wanted to get your perspective on it. I agree. It's a weird one because I think, I think I would kind of expect, I would want to know that you agree with me, but I wouldn't necessarily want you to have to say something for me. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Like, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, does that make sense? Like, yeah, you don't like, need to be. Yeah, you don't need to be more angry than I am. Yeah, it'd be like let's say obviously we don't have a friend called Tony, so let's just use that name. Yeah, like we don't have a, we don't have a mutual friend called Tony anyway. I don't know if you, you actually have him a bit, whatever, whatever. So let's say we had a mutual friend called Tony, and he makes a black joke, thinking it's all good, mm. and you didn't say nothing. I'd probably turn to him and be like, Tony, do you want to fuck him up? Because if you want to fuck him up. Yeah. However that be, verbally or physically. Yeah. I'm cool, bruv. Yeah. I'm cool. You you take the lead. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't think it'd be right for me to be like, no, no, hang on to it. No, no, you can't fucking do that. Denny's here. Denny, yeah, Denny, yeah, tell yeah. him. Tell yeah. him, Denny. You might be like, oh fuck's sake. Yeah. I have to deal with this shit all the time and now you're forcing it on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, that, that happened to me recently. Is it? That happened to me recently. Yeah, I won't go into the situation, but that happened to me recently. And it really pissed me off. Someone brought up, you know, mentioned like I was the only, this is like in the last month, I'm the only white guy at this party. Are only you? white guy. <laughs> <laughs> only black guy at this party. And this is obviously, we, we're in the middle of all this that's going on. And I was like, oh, I didn't want to go, didn't want to go. And hold then, on, um, hold on. Are you telling us that you went to a house party during COVID? This is recent. This is like so. It's quite recent. It weren't a big house party, right? But um, okay, <laughs> and it was in the guy. Anyway, I'm like, oh, here we go. Like I didn't want, you know. So anyway, I was like, oh, I really do not want to have to be there and then be a spokesperson for black people and da 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 da. So I've gone, and everyone is kind of just oh, hi. And I don't know anyone either. That's the thing. So everyone's kind of oh hi hi hi, and that's it. And then the person. The person I'm with reads a comment on Facebook and says, oh, these were, and just kicks off the whole situation. Everyone takes turns after that, giving their opinion on the current situation. And I'll just like, oh, frick's sake. Like, but in, in, in most circumstances, what I would do, like, I've, 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 race has never, race, like, Overt racism, like someone saying something to me, if it's in a vicious way, like because they're trying to fight, it's like, cool, you'll get a fight. Like you can clearly see that if someone, you know what I mean? They're trying to fight for the sake of a fight. But if someone says something stupid or most face things happen, like 
I'm I'm like a master of being passive aggressive. Like I would act like I never knew, ask everyone for a round, call that person, ask him if he then can come and help me with the drinks and not buy him a drink, just make him carry everyone else's over and then let him know when he asks why he hasn't got a drink sort of thing. You know, like deliberately not buy him. So because it's like, it's, it's how would you... Otherwise, it can ruin the whole. Like he's he's. If you're a dickhead, if you, if this is this is this is what I'm like. If you're a dickhead, I want to make you as small as possible. I want to make you an ant. You're not going to affect my day. So. I will. I will. I don't like you. But if I don't like you, if you're a dickhead, I want to make you as small as possible in my life. So therefore, I'm not going to let you ruin a night out that I'm here with other good people. I yeah. will have fun because I get a kick out of being passive aggressive to you and treating you like a dick, knowing I've got everyone else on my side because you have been a dick, you know? But, so I can, I'll make you the butt of a joke, but I'm not going to let it affect me to spoil my night. Yeah, it makes you know? sense. I've always, personally, I've always thought, like, someone can't, and this, I've had this conversation with someone before, like, there's certain systemic racism, there's certain types of racism that I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about protecting other people because I don't, everyone's not like me and I don't know what other people's experience are and someone could say something racist to them and they could rightly so be triggered because of their past experiences. So I'm protective of other people. When it's me, I can't get offended. You can't offend me by talking about my colour. It's so, it's like the least un. I'm bald, I've got eczema, like, I'm not that, t- I'm the shortest guy in my family, like, there's so many things <laughs> that, from a personal level, like, the colour of my skin is, it's just, it, there's nothing you can say to offend me or upset me, if you're being avert, if you said, you this, or you this colour, whatever, like, I just can't be upset by it, it's, it's, it's so, it, to me, it's like, you're dumb, I was saying to someone, like, recently, I was like, if someone is angered by the color of my skin, in my head, I think you're like the le- your your brain capacity must be like the level of a bull. Like bulls get aggravated by seeing red in front of them, and then they start yeah. raging and getting angry and wanting to charge it. It's like your brain capacity is at that. You're getting enraged simply by looking at a color. I can't entertain you. Yeah. Like whether it's arrogant or whatever, it's like you're a dickhead. I can't entertain you. Like go along, you know. So it's never. I've I've got into I've got into situations. The two times I've been arrested have been race related, where it's been with someone else, and I've got involved. But if someone's saying something to me, whenever someone's saying something to me, I'm like, like, I'm in a better situation. I'm probably in a better situation than you in any other way. And you think this is a you you think being black is a negative? Yet I've still managed to do better than you. Like, what are you on about? Mm. Yeah, it's mad. It's mad. I've got, um, there was something else you wanted to add? Oh, I was just going to ask if you saw the Dizzy Waskell thing. With, uh, yes, bro. <laughs> I was actually, when you, when you said about that, I was yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you said something, I was like, oh yeah, shit, Dizzy, yeah, boy, yeah. got Dizzy in the morning. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. He's like you're not going to get me doing this, bro. Yeah, yeah. Why did you ask me? He's like, well, because you're, you know, a, a successful black man and you're an influencer. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> All I wanted to do was talk about my new album. If you want to talk about politics and that, get a Carla on the show. He's the man. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
that was it. that was yeah. That, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I thought both passed yeah. it well, but I like I like Dizzy Rascal. And do you know, I thought it, the thing is, Piers kept on saying, "No, no, I'm not going to force you. I'm not going to force you." Yeah. And it was like he is like he was saying that, hoping that Dizzy would then go, "Yeah, yeah." Well, no, you don't need to force me. Like this is my opinion, but yeah. he was like, "No, nah, brother, it's too early." In the do you the thing with, like, do you the thing with Piers Morgan is Piers Morgan is a Piers Morgan is newly reformed. He's just got the whole Black Lives Matter white privilege thing, and he's trying to overcompensate. <laughs> So yeah, every yeah. time there's a, he's like, yes, I'm on your side. Da, 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 da. Tell us how you feel so I can show that I'm in tune and da, 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 a little this. And it's like, it, this, it just didn't work on that occasion. Do you know, my issue with Piers Morgan is that he appears to just have, like, whatever opinion or perspective his producers want him to have, he yeah, just yeah. embodies it. He's like, yes, right. this is me. Yeah. Like, yeah. No one can turn that quick. No one. Yeah. It's mad. It's mad. But yeah, I mean... Um, Obviously, we're, we're going to start transitioning soon. You know, all the, the lockdown shit is starting to come to an end. About, uh, I thought you had something to share there. I thought you were... Uh, oh, probably, yeah. I'm going to start taking my tablets, isn't it? Yeah. No, no, it's not me. Do you know what? Um, the centre that, that I helped run, obviously, that, that's been shut for a minute. And uh, we actually, I've got someone coming to film a music video there on Monday. Okay. What uh, kind of music video? The, do you know what's really funny, right? So... The, the director was walking around looking at the premises mm. and he was a young Indian guy. Um, and uh, I asked him, like, so, so what, what genre of music is it? And he, he looked at me, a white man wearing designer sunglasses and linen trousers and a black polo. And yeah. walking around with my flip flops and he went, it's um, like urban music, rap, hip hop. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, all right. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to say the artist name or anything because I'm actually not allowed to. Uh, I'll tell you off air. Um, but it, to be honest, I don't even know if you, you might know him. You might not. It's like, it's coming up. It's coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. UK things in it. Um, so yeah, so we, I'm hiring the the venue up for that uh, on Monday, and I've, I'll tell you, I'll say it straight. I've been running very small training sessions. Mm. For like two or three students at a time where i can maintain the social distancing rules two meters two meters at least yeah um although they do say like gyms and shit are not supposed to actually be opening i'm not supposed to be doing this stuff so the students all if they're young enough that their parents have all like agreed okay these are the steps that we'll do to make sure that actually we're we're cool we're not breaking the rules yeah and uh, and we'll train and um I actually had someone contact me from another club and they asked me, oh, do you think you could, you've got someone who would like to spar with my son? And I was like, I actually do, but they're three years younger than your son and they're not nearly as experienced. Right. She was like, oh, that's okay. Like my son just hasn't sparred with anyone in months and he's missing it. So it'd be really good if we could, if, if it could happen. I said, well, Here's the, the parents' phone number for that boy. If you want to call them and, and arrange it, and then you can you can do it. I can't say that I'll take the session, but I'll I'll meet up with you guys somewhere and watch and make sure everyone's safe if that's what you're gonna do. Mm. She was like, Yeah, okay, fine. So I was thinking, my student is three years younger, a little bit shorter, less experienced. Mm. But recently, he's been training really hard. He's been listening. He's been following his coaching stuff. And I was like, do you know what, actually? 
he should be able to do all right. He, he should at least hold his own. He beat the crap out of this boy then. Oh, damn. I could, I could, he, like, literally the first, the first thing that came, this kid who's, again, I say it, much taller, more experienced, whatever, come rushing in, and my lad hit him with a hook kick, clean. Ooh. And he must have landed about three or four hook kicks on this kid. Right? He was just... Head guard, man- huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh. But even then, he hit him in the face with a check sidekick, like, hard right in his face. I was like, oh, snap. I was like, kid, take it easy. Don't bully him. He's only three years older than you. <laughs> I ended up. Uh, I ended up. The the lad that came, my student, his um, his dad bought him, and I I normally speak to the mum, so I called the mum after, and I sounded like I was the dad. I was like, he did so good. He did this. He did that. But yeah. I even called Master Stuart. I was like, listen, you know this kid, and you know this kid. Well, they they fought today, and uh, my kid won. Oh wow! Like, so yeah, I was I was proper boosted, but it's mad. It's mad. And I'm I'm looking forward to trying to get back to some kind of normality, but it's weird, man. I got everyone's like, yeah, yeah, let's get back to normal, let's get back to normal. But yeah, when it comes time to actually come and train, they're all like, yeah, I don't know when we're going to come back to. Let's let's see, let's see. And I'm like, what's what's making you uncertain about whether or not you'll come back training? They're like, well, you know, government guidelines, two meters. I'm like, yeah, yeah, don't worry, we'll have that. They go, yeah, I'm just not sure. I'm like, you people. You people are down at fucking Brighton Beach, right? Crowds, tens of thousands of you, is barely five foot away from each other. And you're talking to me about two meters. I'm like, I can't deal with the hypocrisy of this world. It's doing my nothing. It is mad. It is mad. I forgot, that's what I wanted to say as well. Sorry, one more thing on um, what we were talking about before. No, nah, we you... can't talk about it anymore, Denny. I've had enough. Just, okay. <laughs> just got one more, one more, one more. Lives matter, Denny. <laughs> <laughs> I know all lives matter, but all lives matter can't happen. What is it? Oh, even some of those are getting on my nerves. The amount of times I'm seeing that. Um, but anyway, I was going to say, what, 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 what do you think? Not, not overall, but for for this, what do you think is the end point? And with regards to Black Lives Matter as an organisation, like, where do you think, like, with regards to the stuff that has happened and been implemented, and now it's a waiting game with regards to the, the court and stuff. What do you think should happen? What do I think should happen or what do I think would happen? Should. Okay. What would be the end point? So so here's the thing, right? What should happen is we should change the way we educate our kids. Yeah. We should change the school, like the way, especially in America, like the way they run school districts, redlining, like all the stuff that's still there to have a more like inclusive, integrated community so that from a young age, people are taught like then they they shouldn't even be taught that racism is bad. They should just be taught in a way that racism doesn't then exist. Right. Like it's it's weird, bruv, because like again, like I don't want to be that white guy that goes, I'm not racist. No, I'm absolving myself of all responsibility because I don't re- represent all the other white races. But gen no, I I would um I would say that I I wouldn't consider myself to be a racist person yet. I grew up surrounded by racism. Yeah. And it was like normal for me. And I know other people who grew up in the same situation, very racist. So I was lucky that at some point in my childhood, 
I adjusted my thinking and managed to elevate myself beyond the stupidity that I was surrounded by as a kid. You got to do something to to take children out of that environment, yeah, yeah, and elevate their thinking at an early age, so that so that you don't need to even teach them that racism is bad. Weirdly enough, actually, I don't know if you um, if you know, there's a TV show that's just come on Channel Four. I haven't seen it yet, but I know the one you're going to talk about about the school. Yeah, one of my yeah, students yeah. is in that show. Oh wow! No, uh, you actually you'll probably recognise him. Oh, look, Aaron. Okay. He's, um, is there's an article in the New York Times? I send it to you, and all these kids are like posing, trying to be cool and that. My my lad, my student, he's leaning back on a bench doing gang signs, bruv. Yeah. He's like, he's like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my god, what are you doing? You're ruining me. But yeah, no, it's cool. Um, so yeah, I don't. I I think that's what should happen. But what I think will happen is as you know, what happens with most groups in America, whether or not it's uh, gay rights, trans rights, um, whether or not it's the Me Too movement, whether or not it's left-leaning, politic- like political ideologically driven people, whether or not it's vegans, I reckon they're all going to start turning on each other and go a bit too extreme one way and then they're all going to break each other down because they're going to be cussing each other out that you're not enough for the cause, you're not yeah. doing enough, you're not doing it, and then they'll all end up just fucking hating on each other. And that's only because that, again, appears to be quite prevalent in American culture. Yeah. So, yeah, Rob, that's, that's where I think it's going to go. What about you? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I always worry about these things because when you have so much invested in a cause, if you kind of get what you want, what do you then do? And um, yeah. I think that from the organisation point, the movement, I think people will be happy and, and people can get on with things. Not happy, but like things will be improved. But again, it's how much gets implemented and then it gets implemented and how long, how much it's enforced. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. I mean, if, if you, here's an example, yeah. Imagine, imagine the whole world turns vegan. Yeah. Right. What are vegan people going to tell you now? Like you, yeah, you'll never get it. someone. People, the people that are vegan now will be pissed because they don't get to tell you that they're vegan anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It don't mean nothing. Imagine yeah. that someone walks up to you and they're like, "I'm vegan," because that's like the third thing that they ever say. Hi, Lewis, thirty-four, <laughs> vegan. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know, bruv. I, yeah, I do think it's going to be. Um, it, it unfortunately, I have little faith in. Uh, groups of human beings you know as there's that old saying it a person is smart but people are dumb yeah 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 i, th- I think that's probably the way it's going to go um yeah man it's it's been mad it's been mad but yeah other than that man is it is there anything else been going on with you anything yeah you well do? not too much but i was going to talk about um a couple of things actually uh so quickly you mentioned about gyms and stuff not opening pubs be gyms that's been a bit of a topic what are your thoughts? Pubs are allowed to open, but gyms ain't. It's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life, bro. And it's just when you think about what actually happens at pubs and what happens at gyms, like if you walk around a gym, let's say like you go to LA Fitness, yeah, all, all the treadmills and bikes, they're all they're not like right next to each other. There's normally like a meter gap at least between them. Yeah. And 
when you go to a pub, especially imagine, imagine you're one of them like regular pub goers, and then the you know, just like if you're a regular beach goer, right? Yeah. And it's a hot day, and the the government, you know, show any sign of easing off restrictions, you lose your marbles. So you're gonna go down the pub, you're gonna see your mate Terry. You haven't seen him in a few months. You only see him down the pub. You don't even have his phone number. Yeah. Right. But you ain't seen him in like four months. You missed Terry. Well, I used to have a laugh, watch your football, make racist jokes. Hey, Barry. Terry That's even. It. Terry, give us a hug, brother. I ain't seen you in fucking ages. Let's not. Let's share this point. Let's yeah. share it. Me and you. <laughs> you take your swig. I'll take your swig. How about that? Um, so yeah, I think it's mad, but. Basically, I'm going to move my club. Uh, I'm going to buy a pub, open it for business, and then start and teaching people. Because <laughs> you know, there's, there's, no, there's no restricted numbers on pubs, bro. That's true. No. That's what true. about you? Um, I think it's silly. I agree with most things you said. I think it's quite. Um, I think it's. Uh, I don't get it personally. I I think it's another one of those things that's probably an oversight, and now they're just kind of being stubborn and acting like they have a reason for it. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think it's. Uh... Do you know what's weird, bro? Like in the beginning, before the lockdown, the government said we're looking at science here. We're not going to take political pressure to force us to do things that don't make sense with the data. So yeah, we're not yeah. going to implement a lockdown. Now, obviously, data, 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 data. data. There is some data that shows that. Uh, countries and regions that didn't enforce lockdowns have similar mortality rates in countries that did. Right. You could argue that that's a uh, cultural, social difference. People generally like they live in more rural areas or whatever, fine. But there's no, there's no science that says that things should be drastically changed at this point in time. And yet political pressure does it does exist and public pressure exists and now they're going oh all right fine fuck it we'll change yeah yeah um yeah, yeah i don't know bro. it's a bit it's a bit weird it's a bit weird also uh liverpool won the league they did they did my little beepers were, were you not happy about this Nah, i don't mind i knew they were gonna win um they got a good team i like their manager i can't complain I think the thing is, you know, like, I mean, I'm an Arsenal fan and we're so far off the ball that it, it, it's kind of... for years, though, but really, yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's just irrelevant to me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> whoever won the league, just, it's, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm like, not emotionally attached to it. It weren't like a two-horse race between, like, it used to be with Arsenal and Man United and then you really hated Man United because they pipped you to it sort of thing. But they, they weren't our main rivals. We were just a team they steamrolled on their way. Really, that's it. Yeah. Um, so I've got one other question. Go on. Six and a half. Do you know what? <laughs> do you know what? Uh, <laughs> do you know what we're coming up to? Just got to duct tape there. I think it's tomorrow. Hold on. Hold on. I can't. I can't, I can't have dead air, mate. I can't have dead air. Fuck. I don't know, bruv. It's it's gone for me. Pride. Pride. Pride? Yeah, Pride month or Pride Day or Pride Week. Pride twenty twenty. Um You mean like gay pride? Gay pride, yeah. We've got to talk about that. Saturday twenty seventh. Global Before pride. we start <laughs> before we start talking about this, Denny, I just have to start off with a caveat. Yeah. Okay. 
my brother's gay, therefore I cannot be homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've got a gay brother, I can say what I want, right? I get away with it too, I can make all the gay jokes, because I'll put my gay brother right in front of me. Um, oh no, I just wanted to shout out, give that some attention. I think you got, any gay, you got any gay friends you want to shout out? I'm not going to, not by name, but um, they know who they are. I'm always, what, always, uh, always support. I think it's interesting. Out. No, no, they are, they are, but um, I don't even know if they listen. I think it's interesting. I'm just, I'm like, so my thing's very much like, like equality, like fairness is fairness, right? Equality is equality. Um, I'm anti-dickhead. And so I'm pro everything. I'm I'm pro, I'm down for equality for everyone. So if there's, a, if it's to do with, Women's rights, I'm there. If it's to do with uh, gay or LGBT, I'm there. If it's to do with black, obviously I'm there. Um, if it's, you know, whatever it is. If it's to do with um, the plight of, you know, and for whatever reason, the situation is white working class males not doing great in school, I'm there, you know? But it's, what, if, um, what if there's two different groups have opposing ideologies and both of them think that they're right? I, I, I revert back to my don't be a dickhead rule. Um, don't get me wrong. I'm, not, I'm, I'm more than happy. I'm more than happy to debate anyone with, with, with regards to anything. But obviously, like obviously, you know, there's a time and a place for that. But I'm more than happy to debate. And there's loads of stuff I don't agree with, 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 with anyone or more to do with the way people go about things. But we're always going to have um, different opinions on that. And in certain circumstances, I don't have the right to have a strong an opinion. So on a personal level, I can talk to someone and get a better understanding, but I'll never shout it out loud because I don't want a Julian influence when I don't have, when I shouldn't, you know? That's fair enough. But, um, but I've got friends who I can speak to and say, oh, I don't really get this or, you know, and that's, but, you know, and then try and, try and be a bit more enlightened. Obviously, I feel, while I, again, I don't speak for all black people, I, being, black for 30 plus years I, I, I think I'm an expert in it and uh, I don't mind talking on that but obviously <laughs> in, I'm in, an uh, expert in being black yeah <laughs> I've been it long enough I've practiced what, what's, what's that what's that formula like if you practice certain amount of days for a certain amount of hours a thousand an hours or something yeah yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've way surpassed that um, <laughs> you, you can be like listen I'm a specialist in walking while black talking while black yeah driving while black I've I've done it all. I've yeah, I've, I've exactly. studied all aspects of being black. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Um, so yeah, like, but yeah, no, I just sort of same. Just sort of shout out again uh, on that 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 battle fight, that road to um, having a fairer a fairer society. Yeah. Um, Do you yeah, know what, bro? Even I'm even with that, that road, like, the, like many people walking down that road. Yeah, I mean. So I'll I tell you a little bit about, like, so when my brother came out, yeah, I was not shocked. Yeah. Right. We, we all had our suspicions. However, I was a bit scared mm. because I thought he fancied me. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> oh, dear. I used to ruin him with, like, gay jokes all the time. Just, he, like, he was, obviously, he knew I was only pulling his leg. 
uh, in his final event. I did ask him, like, even before, I think I made, like, one or two jokes, and I was like, bro, you know how many joking, right? Are you cool? You know how many one you're up? You're my little brother. I've got to take the piss out of you somehow. Um, but he's fine. Anyway, um, I was a bit worried because my dad was outwardly homophobic. Right. And I was like, dude, you can't be gay. Daddy's going to fucking kill you. Like, and even when I look back at it now, I'm like, really? Is that the best thing you could have said to your brother at that point? <laughs> like, what I should have said was, listen, bro, I've got your back here. Yeah? yeah, yeah. Dad's going to try and kill you, but don't worry, i got you. Yeah. But I was quite young as well, and I was like, oh, man, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? I was like, what if, what if I get a girl to show you her boobs? Do you reckon that might change your, change your mind? And he's like, he's like, Lewis, I've seen boobs. They do nothing for me. <laughs> I was like, Really? Where, where do you see boobs, man? Tell me. I need to go see. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, and I could appreciate how difficult it was for him. Just because for him, it wasn't just about like coming out and telling people it's gay, but it's also like for him to learn what life was going to be like coming to terms with having that as a public part of his personality. Um, and for a while, I was, I was like trying to tell him like calm down a bit because, you know, he was like the gay vegan, you know, he'd be like, yeah, hi, yeah. I'm Donald, I'm 20, I'm here, I'm queer, get used yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, I don't, know if, I don't know if you've really ever met my, my brother that much, but it's, he walks in a room and your gay dog goes off. Right? Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not that hard to figure out. His, yeah. his husband, you wouldn't think he's gay. Right. Like, like he's he's not um he's not effeminate at all. He he doesn't fit he doesn't uh fulfil any of those like standard typical uh gay stereotypes. Yeah. Right. So he had it a little bit easier than my brother, mm. by all accounts, because he could just hide it. Yeah, yeah. Like it doesn't need to come up. Yeah. You know, it's 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 weird, right? Because we live in a world where now everyone everyone that has gender dysphoria wants mm. to make that their whole personality and make that the whole conversation yeah, that you yeah, have with yeah. them. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, being homosexual at a point in time, not even that long ago, was just as controversial, just as difficult a thing to live with. And yet, as much as, you know, the gay community has done a huge amount of work to try and fight for equality and they've, you know, they're pretty much there. Pretty much. It's not, obviously it's not per perfect, but, if you think from where they are now to where they were 10 years ago, it's huge, huge differences, right? Mm. And, um, and yeah, it's, it's weird because you meet a gay person and it wouldn't be any, like, like you could have a long conversation, they could become your friend and you might not even find out for months that they're gay. Yeah. And then by the time you do find out that they're gay, you know enough about them to not give a shit. Yeah. But then, just like with vegans, because all they want to talk to you about after knowing them for five minutes, you don't know anything about them, but they're just annoying you with their veganism. Yeah. You know, and this is one of the things I said to my brother. I was like, listen, man, you are a great dude. You can't make being gay your whole personality. Like, I get it. Like, it's, it's a difficult thing for you to get through, like, coming to terms with that being not fully accepted in society because when mm. he came out things weren't as good as they are now yeah 
Um, and don't get me wrong, if you want to like express that to people for the sake of like trying to further the cause, then that's cool. But yeah, like don't don't make that the only thing that you're about. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think I think I think um, there's still a hell of a lot of prejudice about. Of course. I think I think. In terms the average of like, person, like it's not, it's the real dickhead. It's the same. I think it's the same. Uh, you know, I think definitely for the average person and the younger people, it's much more accepting. But you're still going to get dickheads in in more rural areas who want to be macho and start being idiots. You know, where being macho is all they've got. You know, they haven't got much else. Drive a white van. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm stereotyping now. I need to stop. Um, I was going to say Kent or Essex next, but I won't. Um, uh, yeah, but I've, I don't know. I just, as I said, I'm, I'm, I'm like, whatever, however I can, you know, I don't, I don't have, I don't, it's not the friend, the, 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 the friends I've got, I'm not, they're not like friends who I'd see on the regs. So, I don't, you know, there's not loads of conversation. I wouldn't really say I'm necessarily that educated and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I just feel like however I can give a little shout out, just show support, just, you know, do whatever, then yeah, I'm there. Mm. Really. Just um, the same, like on that road to, as I said, on that road to a better, fairer society, you got to support everyone, you know? Yeah, yeah. Do you know... Um... Yeah, I just thought of like two two things that, that I did when I was younger. One of them was I thought was quite funny and still do. And the other one I'm 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 quite embarrassed about, but I'll share it anyway. Mm. One of them was like uh we were on holiday and we were walking across this beach and my brother was on one side of me, my dad in the middle, and then me on the other side. My brother, so I look at my, my brother and I'm like, check this, watch this, watch this. And this is how homophobic my dad is, yeah? Yeah. I held my dad's hand. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I did it like mid-stride. Yeah. His, his hand was relaxed and I just slipped my hand into his. Okay. Right? And I just held his hand and he held my hand for like two, three seconds. And then my man looked at me and went, oh, what the fuck are you doing, you faggot? <laughs> and I was like... Oh, wow. And I was like, I laughed and I was like, easy, dad, this is a bit harsh. Yeah. I'm just holding your hand. I'm your son. There's nothing worse than scaring them. Uh, but yeah, my, my brother was creasing up hard. Uh, funny, actually, like to that, um, to that as well, like uh, different different situations. This wasn't me, actually. I just share old school thing. So we had a uh, same holiday. We'd hired a villa. We were in Spain. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, obviously the, the villas have the... Uh, if you if you're in a swimming pool, they've got the filtration system. So at some point, there's a pump pumping yep, water yep. into the pool. Yeah. So my brother's found the pump and he's like leaning his back into it, and the water's coming out like massage in his back. Yeah. And he's going, oh god, this is orgasmic, yeah. right? And my mum, being a, a prudent woman born in the '60s, went, "You bloody what?" And he went, "Mum, it means a pleasurable feeling." And she goes, "I'll give you a fucking pleasurable feeling." At which point, my brother goes. <laughs> Oh, mum, that's really appropriate. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought cool. Um, and the last one I tell you guys, this is one that I'm not so proud of. At the time, I, f- I thought it was quite funny. My brother really did not. I said to him, I must have been like 15, 16. And I was just trolling him. I goes, bro, you know, uh, when I'm older, 
and I have kids. He's like, yeah. Because how would you feel if I teach them instead of calling you just uncle, I get them to call you Uncle Nonce? What? And he was, <laughs> yeah. He was like, you fucking what? Because yeah, like Uncle Nonce. That's okay. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't mean it. <laughs> Obviously, I never condone it. Oh god! But you wouldn't have known he, he weren't even he weren't he weren't out, he weren't out at that point. No, nah, he he was out, but he was oh. like fourteen. Okay. Oh, so he came out quite young. Came out young, man. He came okay. out. Okay. Okay. My my brother was brave, man. My brother was brave. I tell you, I'll give you an example. Yeah, I might mention this before actually, but when my brother was coming out, obviously him and my dad were at loggerheads. Yeah. It, like my my younger brother, not the young like uh, the one who's five years younger than me, he was like the apple of my dad's eye. My dad was like scared to go home at night without taking a present home for him. Yeah, he yeah. was spoiled rotten. Right? Yeah. And then when my when my brother came out, there was suddenly this big distance between them. They, they weren't tight at all. And my brother decided to act out. So like he was like seventeen at this point, I think seventeen, eighteen. He came home drunk. And uh, my dad was asleep. I was they were all asleep. The first thing I know, I wake up to my dad shouting and yelling. What happened was my brother came home at like 20 to 2 and decided to cook a fry up. Right? Put the extractor fan on, but he put it on too late and he set the fire alarm off. Right. And then, and then he's finished cooking and he's just left all his stuff out. So by the time my dad's like got up and come downstairs, mm. and he, see, he, just, he just walks down to see my brother, sat at the dining table, cup of tea, egg and bacon sandwich, Crap all over the kitchen, smoke all over the place, fire alarms just only gone off and whatnot. My dad, justifiably so, lost his temper. Yeah. My brother, being drunk, tried to just walk away from the situation, call him a dickhead, whatever, right? Now, I would never call my dad a dickhead because my dad, you know, beat the brakes off me a few times, right? Yeah. So I was always a bit more wary of my dad. He never touched my younger brother so much. And he's in, he's in my brother's face, like, shouting and swearing, screaming at him. And as, you know, like, when someone grits their teeth and they try talking to you, they're going to spit through their teeth a little bit. Yeah. When they're that angry. And my brother's like, you know, you just keep spitting every time you talk. Do you want to stop fucking spitting in my face, Dad, yeah? And my dad's like, I'll fucking talk to you however you want. And he went, there you go, spitting again. My turn. And he went, oh, shit. <laughs> Oh shit! But straight in my dad's face, right? Yeah, no, <laughs> bro, bro. Oh yeah, I, I never even once told my dad to shut up or like to wow. just stop. I was so like my dad was so quick to go to violence. Yeah, mm. but still to this day, neither of us know what happened. But apparently, I picked my brother up with one hand open the front door with the other. And before we knew it, we were both outside the front of the house and I was walking him away from the house. Wow. I picked him up with one hand, bro. I don't know how I did it. Yeah. You know when you fear for someone's life and you like... I've done that before, yeah. You get that like, animal instinct and yeah. suddenly, you know, nothing's going to hold you back. My brother weighed about the same as me, bro. I, picked, I just picked him up, one arm. Don't know how I did it. And then we got outside and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Just drive me out of the house. I was like, bro, I think I just saved your life. And then he paused. He went, 
I just spat in his face, didn't I? I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, cheers, bruv. Cheers. Wow. What should I do? I was like, you got a friend's house you can go to? He's like, yeah, I think so. I was like, all right, I'll walk you there, innit? So I walked him wow. to his mate's house. Yeah, man. My brother's a savage. So, yeah, shout out to all the savages out there. <laughs> Had to go through all that, all that nonsense, including having an older brother that winds up about being a nonce, even though it's furthest things from the truth. Because I was a dickhead, bruv. I was a dickhead. But yeah, anyway, yeah, mate, yeah, man, hands, hands up, shout out to Gib. Speaking of which, uh, although not quite the same thing, carnival. Someone said Notting Hill carnival is going to happen. Nah, mate, that's an illegal party where they're going to rush the police again. Nah, not like, Hill carnival is going to happen. I was like, what? Yeah, that's already been called off. There. there was a party. Did you hear about Notting Hill yesterday? So there was a party, an illegal street party. Um, right. And apparently they've been doing them every night. And the police went there yesterday and. Um, they ran the police out of, like, they kicked off with the police. But apparently the police have just, they've just done a big operation. Apparently there's, there's big, uh, there's been illegal street parties all over the place. So they've just done a big operation. They're putting loads of police on the street of London to stamp them out. But Bro, they need to put police on the street of my street because my neighbours be having street parties since yeah. the time kicked off. Yeah, this is it. But they, I just think, I just think the, I just think young people, this new, this, this next generation are like, they're too savvy. They're too, like, they're too well informed. They're too smart. They've got such lack of respect for authority because we've had such lack of respect for them. And they're having a party. They're going to have a party. They know coronavirus barely affects them. If it, you can really say it does at all. Um, and they're going to have a party. And I just, I'm so, I'm not normally like one for disobeying the law and stuff but I, I just feel like fair play to them like it's been handled so badly they've got nothing from it they're like missing school like when it all kicked off originally and they were like complaining like they they can't do their exams that they've trained for they've they're get, having to pay for uni that they're not even allowed to use all of this stuff like nothing was done to help them like that's what I mean so there's, there's just been no respect paid to them and now they're just doing their thing. And they're, you know, young, intelligent people. But you hear about Brixton. So Brixton kicked off badly a couple of nights ago, earlier in the week. And That's police, it. police, um, police uh, got chased out. And then Notting Hill, apparently it's been going on for every night, but police went there um, yesterday. And uh, I think it was yesterday the night before. And um, yeah, like apparently they're just throwing things at the police. Things like that. And again... One. Very, very mixed crowd, um, you know. So it's all yeah. it's, 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 it's I, everyone. I, it's. I do feel like. Don't get me wrong, I'm not naive enough. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not one of these guys who's going to go. Yeah, listen, okay, America. Yeah, they have a problem with racism, but it doesn't happen over here. Okay, yeah, things yeah, are good, yeah, yeah. right? That is. That's not the case, right? But is. Is that behaviour caused by excessive use of force, police brutality, da, 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 or is it a lot of people going, fuck it, we can get away with this? What, here this or America? Here. Oh, yeah, of course, it's people, we can get away with it as well. But they've also very, very quickly can understand how they can get away with it. You know? They can, you can mm. very, I just think they're savvy. They're just much more savvy where it's digital. Look, we're going to arrange this by digital by the time the police come. Da, 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 da. We'll just move it here. Right, we're going yeah. to do it here tonight. Like, no one's clocking on. Um, 
and then they push the thing and it's like the police as well like what are the police over here going to do and i don't mean that in a bad because they will do something but you kind of know how far you can push it it's how police should be it's kind of yeah. how police should be a police should not be in any circumstance if if someone's throwing if someone's throwing cups and like drinks and stuff with water or drinking in in the thing yes i've got to put a stop to that yes i've got to uphold order but in no way should i be trying to retaliate where i could potentially end someone's life it's disproportionate yeah. right so if you don't have the tools to handle that you need to regroup and come back in a way you can deal with it so that's what they've done they said right okay this is what we're doing yesterday okay fair play you caught us off track we're coming back this time better you know mm. and now if you and now you can put yourself in a situation where you're going to get hurt again there's almost zero chance you're going to lose your life but you can get hurt if you see me coming towards you if i've told you you need to move and you see 10 of us coming towards you with horses they're not charging but if you let, allow yourself to get close enough to the horse you're likely to get hurt you know yeah. so they're dealing with it appropriate uh, 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 proportionately proportionately and they're still allowing people the chance to go without any harm coming to you, you know. Yeah. And that's that's just better policing. We don't appreciate. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'm no. I'm not a huge fan of the police per se, but there's certain tactics, there's certain things we we don't appreciate here until we see worse abroad. Well, the lack of guns makes it a bit better. But as I said, this Spain has guns. They're not killing as many people as flipping America. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's not the guns; it's the culture. I mean, yeah. remember as well, we have plenty of places where I remember I lived in. I lived in a uh, in Kings Cross. Um, yeah. Every day, I went into Kings Cross Station. There was police with guns, walking around with not even handguns, like big ass guns, because it was yeah. um, heightened through terrorism. And what's it called? That was normal to me. I would stop and ask them for 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 uh, for the time. The culture, as you said, is completely. Why would you do that, bruv? There's a big clock on the wall. Yeah, you know, I just mean, I, I, I mean, I would. I mean, like, if you I just wanted to, say, to get close to the gun, in it, you're like, <laughs> can I have a feel? Ooh, no, but I just you mean that. That I'd never felt fear. I never felt. Yeah, yeah. Intimidated. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a gun plus the culture. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. But Denny, I do need to ask you something quite important, actually. Go on then. How much you weigh right now? Too much. Because I'm fat too, bruv. I'm fatter. <sighs> it's much. not good, bruv. It's not good. So, I know. what I happened, like, earlier this week, I stood mm. on the scales, I was 76 kilos, which is over, is over my, my normal weight, it should be like 70, And I said to myself, listen, I know your back's fucked, and your knee's fucked. Yeah. But you can just watch your food and do a little bit of like extra walking or whatever, right? Mm. And I thought I'd been doing that, but I gained even more weight. Wow. So, yeah, um, like, go on. I want to get down to 78, 80, put it that way. Okay. But you used to fight at 78, right? I used to fight at 78. So that's my, that's, that's my, that's my, and because that's, that's, I want to get back to my fighting weight. And because I, they changed that weight to minus 80 now, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, as long as I'm around there, that, that's what I want to be at. All right. Yeah. So my tip for the old weight loss, mm. it served me well. Obviously, last year when Kelly, I lost their weight. Um, check your weight every single day. Yeah. 
yeah. without fail. Like be accountable every yeah. day so yeah. you can go, do you know what? Yeah, yesterday I did fuck up there. Yeah. And have yeah. ideally, even if you just do it for two weeks, religiously use a fitness app that tracks your food intake. Yeah. So I did it today. And what, what happened? Like when I got weird enough, I was looking for old, old photos earlier. And I see a picture from like 2013 when I was like at my most hench slash shredded. Yeah. I, I looked yeah. good. And I saw this picture and I was like, fuck, you looked so good there. What happened to you? You've fallen so far. Um, and at that time, I would go into a shop, I'd pick something up and I'd tell myself, oh, if you're going to buy this, you might as well scan it first so you don't forget, put it in your app. And then I'd scan it and I'd look at the nutritional value of it and then I'd put it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's hard to do. It is hard to, to get do. back on it. We'll have to do it. Back. We'll have to do it. Hundred percent. But for now, I think I think we should go to sleep. I think we should let you people go. I do too. Yes, I, I do too. No, no, no. I got my throwbacks ready. Oh, give them to me then. Okay, okay. So I'm going to do my throwback song first because I think my throwback film that isn't really a throwback is so on point. Right. My throwback song is... Oh, do you know what else I wanted to just quickly talk about? We'll catch up with it next time. Uh, the Versus Battles. Have you been checking them out on, on Insta? No. They've been doing like... So during lockdown, they've just been like getting artists um, yes. to battle each other, like just play their catalogues against each other like up to, tw- like, up to 20. And they've had like... Beanie Man versus Bridgie ba- uh, Bounty Killer. They've had um, One Twelve v Jagged Edge. They've had um, Alicia Keys v John Legend. They've had uh, who else did it start on? Who else is I can't remember. They've had quite a few now, but it's, it's mm. been pretty. Some of them have been pretty good. Um, yeah. Anyway, my throwback song is "Everything Is Everything" by Lauren Hill off mm-hmm. the Miseducation mm-hmm. of Lauren Hill. Yeah, I like that song, man. Yeah, it's a good tune. And my film is not really an old school film because it was 2016, but I think it's very relevant to what we've spoke about today. Moonlight. Have you seen that? Okay. Do you know what? I didn't see it. Okay. I Good didn't. Film. Good film. Um, because yeah, it is see- about the struggles of uh, black people as well as um, dealing with coming out as a gay man right right right, that's right two right. in one Bam. That is, that's fair that's fair oh, uh, i'm just trying to see what year the movie that i was about to say it's not even it's also not hugely old but it's good i don't know if you've seen it beasts of no nation no i haven't watched that yet that's a netflix one isn't it uh idris yeah bro it's yeah. hard to watch bro is it yeah, man, there's some there's some fucking uh, brutal violence in that. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna say anything about the storyline, but good film. Okay. Okay. I'll give you that. It's a good film. Okay. Um, this the song I'm getting is a so obviously like uh, I don't know if you saw I posted on our Instagram for the first time in ages today. Mm. Um, just a. Uh, yeah, I was gonna ask you about that. What was that about? It was just, uh, I had had two different people on Facebook, mm. white northerners, mm. basically like complaining like, oh, suddenly this is a massive problem. Da, da, da. And I was just like, oh. 
So I just posted up Kanye's the, the lyrics to Jesus Walks. Yeah. Which there's a the the line in there is um, top floor the the view alone will leave you breathless. <gasps> trying to catch it is <gasps> trying to kind of hard when detectives be choking and asking you questions, right? So yeah, that's like the lyrics in that. It's not like oh they make sense today. They yeah, made yeah. sense then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I'm like. Even um, uh, Tupac with Changes, mm-hmm. as Lamin said the other day, like, people have been singing about this. Like, you've been buying the records. Yeah. You've been listening. You've been singing along. Yeah. And yet you're still going, what's the problem? What's the problem? No, it can't be that bad. Yeah, that's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Um, so I kind of I just wanted to step away from that just for a minute. I'll probably go back to having a more like politically in tune song. So, yeah. <laughs> so the pick is "Burning Hearts" from the Rockies. Um, ah, uh, I thought you were gonna say "Jesus Walks" then because then I was gonna say ah, "Ha ha, it's already in there." That's because I picked it last week. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, "Burning Hearts" from Rocky, and the only reason why is because. Uh, I've been trying to go for walks like every day. Yeah. And um, struggling, struggling. But then today I was walking with Nick and he put that song on and I found myself. Is that one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Proper old, like old. Let's add it. Let's uh, add it. Cheeky trash. Yeah, no, it's good. Uh, Add it. Beautiful. Make sure uh, if you do want to listen to some old cheesiness plus couple with some cool tracks, go to Spotify, NJ playlists. Also, obviously, if you're listening to this already, you may be listening through Spotify. If not, iTunes, whatever the platform is that you've got, all the good ones, we're on there. We've got on Instagram too. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, NGA podcasts. It's all about NGA all day, people.